0: Como Arigato, Mr. George Clooney Like Tony Stark, James Bond, Larry Ellison, Richard Branson, Bruce Wayne, John Wayne, Dora the Explorer, and Pete Seeger, I am something of a billionaire playboy philanthropist. And by billionaire, I mean thousandaire. And by playboy, I mean I once received a joke subscription to playboy.com for my birthday. And by philanthropist, I mean, I still haven't gotten around to canceling that recurring $5 monthly payment to Greenpeace that I got talked into a few years ago. I really need to cancel that. What I do have in common with Tony, James, Dora, Pete, et al., however, is that like any other self-respecting one-percenter, and trust me, we respect ourselves, we are our biggest fans, I've spent my fair share of time on Lake Como in Italy. And by my fair share, I mean about 72 hours. In a small house, shared with a bunch of other nerds, not actually within the Como city limits. Still, counts. Before I continue, a quick primer on Como and its lake for those of you just joining us. Lake Como was formed at the end of the Ice Age, when the alpine glaciers pieced out, leaving behind the gigantic Y-shaped valley, which then filled up with water and rich people. The city of Como was founded several thousand years later. Roman occupation dates back to 192 BC. Charlemagne called dibs on it in 774, and a thousand years later, Napoleon got his grubby mitts on it in 1796. At the end of World War II, Mussolini was shot and killed on the northern shore of Lake Como while trying to escape to Switzerland. You were so close, Mussolini. So close. Speaking of Switzerland, Como is like two meters from the Swiss border in northern Italy. My metric conversions may be slightly off there. It's really close, though. By virtue of its proximity, there was a proposal a couple years ago for Como to become part of Switzerland. True story. Apparently the people of Como were into it too, but the motion didn't go through the Swiss government. Something about George Clooney stealing the Swiss National Council's lunch money. So yes, the big joke about Lake Como is that George Clooney, like, runs the joint or something. He has a house, and a boat, and a houseboat, and a golf course, and a sea monster... The Loch Ness Monster relocated during the housing boom. I had never heard any of this until I told people I was visiting Como, at which point everyone from my grandmother to the guy at the bodega around the corner, to whom I tell all of my travel plans, started cracking Clooney-Como jokes. Are you going to hang out with George Clooney? Say hi to George Clooney for me. Make sure you get a picture with George Clooney. Tell George Clooney Batman and Robin suck dick. That last one was from Michael Keaton. He runs the bodega around the corner. Hard times. For the record, I did not see George. I did yell his name all weekend, however, hoping to summon him Beetlejuice-style. Speaking of Michael Keaton. Anyway, there's your Como debriefing. Alpine Glaciers, Charlemagne, Napoleon, Mussolini, Metric System, George Clooney, Loch Ness Monster, Lunch Money, Michael Keaton. Done. It's like a Billy Joel song. Now that we're all up to speed on Como, I must confess I didn't actually spend very much time in Como proper. The house that we rented was in Nesso, Italy. Nesso is approximately one horribly dangerous taxi ride north of downtown Como on a narrow road overlooking a cliff. You can also take the bus, but we thousandaires ride in style. Nesso is a teeny tiny town of just over 1,000 people which overlooks the southwestern portion of the inverted Y that is Lake Como. Like every other town on the lake, it's super hilly and chock full of amazing houses that run right up to the edge of the water. It's also chock full of tourists. The tourists being us, in this instance, and tourists we were. Loud, obnoxious, non-Italian-speaking tourists. Fortunately, the majority of my seven-person group was comprised of British dudes, so hopefully our antics will not be attributed to obnoxious American tourists, but rather obnoxious British tourists instead. I think the high point—low point?—of our obnoxiousness came on Saturday afternoon when we decided to rent a speedboat, because, I mean, why not? The natural beauty and splendor of Lake Como is just asking to be disturbed by a motorboat, right? The motorboat in and of itself was pretty bad, but what really set it over was our brilliant idea to take the boat a few miles north on the lake and then swim ashore to Bellagio from the rented boat, like a poor man's version of that scene in Dr. No when Honey Rider emerges from the water in a white bikini, only with pasty white British dudes playing the role of the Bond girl. Side note, I had no idea Bellagio was an actual place. I was pretty sure it was just a casino in Las Vegas. Me equals tourist. Point is, despite our best efforts of me and my cohorts, Lake Como remains beautiful. Confirmed. The water is warm and free of sharks. Important. The skies are clear, apart from the occasional seaplane. We're totally renting one of those next time and the people of Como are very kind to the out-of-towners who keep showing up and ruining everything that is good about the place. We did not recycle nearly as much as we should have. In short, if Lake Como is good enough for George Clooney, it's good enough for, well, everyone else. Except maybe Mussolini. I hear it did not treat him well.